and like at the end when like they're like making out in front of everyone at the yeah. office and it's like what are you doing i don't really call that making out they're they're <laughs> making out when they're fucking in the office <laughs> <laughs> Please Is that what they were doing? The, please don't put that in the podcast. <laughs> I'll have that be the last word. <laughs> and that'll be the opener. They're fucking in the office. <laughs> I guess it could be. I guess that would be Welcome back to another episode of Threat Level Podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about The Office. My name's Justin, and I'm here with Bethany. Hello. And Madison. Hey. And Subi. Hello. And Jamie. Hi. And that's everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like there was someone Maximum else. Maximum capacity. <laughs> Two weeks in a row of five people. I know. What is happening here? We're doing well. We're getting uh, all of our recording time in before the holidays when nobody is available <laughs> at all. <laughs> uh, we should just like we should just sit in the morning and like start recording and then just record episode after episode and then we'll have like, five episodes. We could do that. Um. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, today's episode is all about it's all about youth. It's about euthanizing. No, um, it's about. <laughs> well, there, there was a few people I would like to euthanize in this episode. <laughs> it's about going back to high school, uh, and so I have an appropriately millennial question for everyone. Okay. Oh, good. Um, and I want to talk about your smartphones, and I want you to tell me your two favorite apps on your smartphone. Hmm. Okay. If I held a gun to your smartphone and I said, I will shoot everyone but two apps. <laughs> what two apps are you going to save? Oh All right. So like some apps you can also just access on an internet browser. So like if you don't choose those ones, could you still access them like on an internet browser? Does that yeah. make sense? Something I'm not, like, like Google Hangouts. Could you do that? Right. Too? Like if I chose don't choose Google Hangouts, can I still use Google Hangouts no. on an internet you browser? You can use like anything on well, the internet. Yeah, but like internet. also Google Hangouts on your phone is a very different thing than having Google Hangouts on a desktop computer. Like, well, that's true. But but like YouTube, like mm. we could still use it on our browser. So why choose YouTube? Because I would still want YouTube on my phone. Oh, I hate the YouTube app. Oh my god. Oh, so you can't use YouTube on your phone at all. Like if I... Like I can't, I couldn't go to Google Chrome on my phone and go to YouTube.com and use it on my phone. I think you can. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about your two favorite apps, not your two okay. least favorite apps. Okay. Okay. Um. Someone else go first. <laughs> no. Yeah. So like, what? The camera would be an app. Is that your favorite app on your phone? <laughs> but like, it, it is, okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell us what your favorite app on your phone is, Beth? No, I'm not going first, you go first. I don't have any. Um, I'm trying you to think. Do no on your phone? I do, but I'm, uh, so the apps that I use most frequently are podcast, music, and then Facebook Messenger and Google Hangouts. Hmm. So I'm thinking, I guess like I would just ditch Facebook Messenger and Google Hangouts and then I'm use my podcasts <laughs> and my music. But then I'm just turning my phone into an iPod. Right. <laughs> so I guess I could just carry an iPod around and then eliminate those ones so I can still message people. But I have no... I'm not really one to like... Like, I don't have any games on my phone. I don't have any... Like, most of my YouTube watching I do on my computer... So it's kind of like, I don't know, if there weren't any apps on my phone, I would probably survive. Wow. To be what fair. would you use your phone fan for if it didn't have any applications? Just for calling, probably, I guess. You don't ever call anyone. I assume I can still like text message, I don't know. Or I'd just use it as an iPod. No, texting is an app. Then I guess I'll just use it as an iPod. <laughs> with podcasts and music. Yes. 
See, I feel like I'm in a similar situation because I'm new to the world of smartphones. This I've only true. owned one for a year at this point. It was just yeah. about a year ago that I got it. And I don't have any games. And the apps I have are like reward apps for different restaurants and yeah. things like that that oh, I could yeah. live without. Um, what? We need those apps. Oh, I wait. know we do. We do get good free things, but that's nice. I mean, <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> no, it is nice. Free things are always good. I do. I really like um, the weather app that comes with the Ugh. Google Pixel phone. <laughs> oh that gosh. sounds stupid. No. <laughs> but, no, that's important though to have access to the weather. But I yeah, do. I check it every day. Windows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that's the one that I would save. I would probably save my photo application because I take a lot of photos mm. and I, there's like really cool editing features in the photo app. Um, yeah. So I would save that and Facebook or no, not even Facebook, Google Hangouts, because yeah. I talk with Subi all day long when he's at work on that. Yeah. So I have probably to, those two. I have to like you intervene. Him, oh, you could text him. Yeah. I have to intervene and say that I would actually have, to, there's one app that I would have to keep because of this stupid dual login nonsense. So I have yeah. to keep the dual mobile app, otherwise I can't access any of my emails or oh. any dual pages. <laughs> so dual mobile. The number of times where like I've tried to log in and then it's like, ugh, my phone is upstairs. Right. Well, when I was in France last summer, I lost, or I didn't lose it, my phone was stolen and I couldn't access any emails because I didn't have any like right. technology the, that wasn't my laptop with me. But yeah. the important thing is your emails were safe. They were. <laughs> couldn't access them, but they're <laughs> They were so safe you couldn't even get to them. <laughs> no one was touching those suckers. It was fine that I was like, you know, the person that was meant to communicate with the families back in the US, but it's all good. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm a boring smartphone user. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Sounds like it. Well, I, I also have a desktop that I'm on all day long for work, and I have a laptop too. So the phone is just kind of like an accessory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that I would choose road trippers because it's cool when we're on a road trip and I look up things that are on our route that we can Ooh. stop by. Mm, um, that's cool. And it has like quirky roadside attractions and just like, oh. music, like music venues, all kinds of stuff. It's really That is I cool. I would keep that. Um, I'm trying to decide between Instagram and Lightroom because Lightroom is what I What's use to light? edit photos. Uh, mm -hmm. Like, yeah, Photoshop Lightroom, and it's it's really good. I really like it. Um, uh, yeah, I, no, I think I'd choose Instagram because and Twitter. Uh, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I could go to Twitter.com. Yeah. Just use. Okay, so I'm gonna choose Lightroom and Trippers. <laughs> That's fair, but now you can't use your camera on your phone, but you have yeah. an editing software. <laughs> but yeah i do have a camera that i can take photos to and upload them to my computer and then send them to uh google photos and then edit them but i guess i can't use google google photos either damn you Justin. <laughs> I do appreciate I like the road trippers thing, though. That's, I didn't know about that. That's a cool yeah, like, app to have. I feel like this question would be more, like, interesting if the apps that came with the phone weren't included. Like, you got I, to keep am, all that. Yeah. Like, you got to keep your camera and, like, the things that came with the phone automatically. Mm. And it's just, like, additional download thinking. ones. I think that well, next time, been. why don't you think of the icebreaker? <laughs> you think of the most interesting yeah, icebreaker in the world. I will, I will ask that variance of the question next time. There you go. Okay, so everything included on your phone. Like, yeah, when you got the phone, acceptable. when you bought it, like, all you can keep all those apps, but then so, there's any additional ones that you've downloaded since buying it. are so, You can only have two of them. So how is everybody changing your answers now? Well, I'm I not, still have to I'm keep doing it. I'm going to make my life better. <laughs> Let's see. What came with my phone and what didn't is the question. I guess maybe <laughs> I just signed up for the AMC stubs, like three movies a week for mm. 20 bucks. Um, so maybe I'll keep that so that I can, you know. Wait, do you, still, do you not have MoviePass anymore? I don't, I got rid of it. Oh, okay. yeah. Because it was I becoming garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Did what you do... get news, Justin? Um, I would say uh, my first one would be, it's called My Boy. 
it's like it's a Game Boy Advance emulator. Oh, so, yeah. um, and that's like always the first thing that I download when I get a new phone. Uh, and for my other one, oops. Uh, for my other one, it's an app called it's called Anime, but it's spelled with a Y A N Y M E. Hmm. Uh, and that is how I watch all my anime. Hmm. <laughs> I feel like you have might a Crunchyroll account. Uh, Crunchyroll has all kinds of like weird restrictions where it's like you can watch Naruto, but only the first hundred episodes, and what? we don't have the dub; we only have the sub. Yeah, Crunchyroll is kind uh, of. And then better. we're gonna drop out another hundred and fifty episodes, and then we'll come back later. Crunchyroll after... is better for like anime as it's coming out. Like, yeah, it's not good for watching like old anime or watching a whole series. Yeah. yeah. Is the Game Boy emulator like free? Like, do you get? Unlimited free games for free, or so it's. How many times can Subi say free? In the free. Game? Yeah. <laughs> how how free is this free, free app? Free. I'm, I'm very cheap. Though. <laughs> Just how free are they? I can drool from my mouth. You can you can download like the the emulator itself doesn't have any games on it. You have to go download the ROMs for um, those games. Uh, how does that they, work? So that works. By finding some shady, shady sites, oh, okay. <laughs> and, then, right. uh, and then getting the and then getting them, and, but it is really easy when you do get it. You just download it, and then it's like automatically in. Uh, there were a lot more sites to choose from, but there's still some out there that are, you know, they're not gonna like give you a virus or anything. <laughs> you had me at free. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And then you lost me again at it doesn't come with any games. <laughs> Fair. Well, for me, um, the two apps I would choose is probably definitely a Reddit app. And the best Reddit app for Android is called uh, Boost. It's like, it's so customizable and it's just, it's really great. It's like, it makes uh, browsing Reddit uh, amazing. Like, I, I used to browse Reddit on my uh, laptop most of the time, but now... Like even if my laptop is open, I'll still browse Reddit on the on the Boost app. Mm. It's really like it just like when I got uh, when I switched from iPhone to Android. Like when was that? Like a few months ago, right? Yeah, just yeah. A few I was worried ago. that like um because uh, I iOS had the uh, the Apollo app for Reddit, which was amazing. And I was like, man, what am I gonna do without Apollo? But man, maybe <laughs> I shouldn't get a new phone. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but Boost is. Boost is probably a little bit better than Apollo. Whoa. Yeah, so it's, it's great. I would be impressed if I looked at Reddit ever. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look at the, the women with googly eyes yeah. site or whatever it was? The women with googly eyes? Now I'm just imagining like humans with art, art, like, arts and craft googly eyes. <laughs> oh, are talking about girls Myron? Yeah. yeah. Yes! <laughs> It's he a... he actually showed it to me afterwards, but it's not at all the way he described it to be like this creepy sexual thing. Okay. It's like it's actually just like really cute, like like when a husband's doing something nice, like feeding birds breadcrumbs, and the wife just kind of looking at him like, "Oh, he's so sweet." Kind of like it's uh, not we like. We definitely heard biting the lip. Yeah, <laughs> biting the lip. <laughs> I I did not see any lip biting. <laughs> He didn't show you like the dark corners. Yeah, maybe no, maybe funny. there are some more sketchy corners on girls yeah. Myron, but <laughs> but I didn't see those ones. I saw a cute like, oh, my husband's such a doll, no, such kind a of doll. just such kind of just like swept away, dreamy eyed girls looking okay. at their bow. Yeah, That's their bow. Oh my goodness, who are you, me? Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> Nice. The female version of you. Yes, <laughs> sounds appropriate. Anyways, that was only one app. Oh yeah, the other one. The second, oh, yeah. the second. Well, click. <laughs> oh god, click. You'd click. have to keep it. No, click. Click is the app I I use for work. Uh, I'd be like, hey man, there was this icebreaker, so now I, I can't use click anymore. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this podcast I do made me choose, and now I can't communicate with the rest of the doctors at work. <laughs> Um, so yeah, not, not, not quick. Um, <laughs> I, I guess the other one I would keep is, uh, just, just any podcast app. Like I use the Podbean app and right. I, I, I would text, I would use the text message app for you. That's right. three now. 
Now well, you're just no, getting greedy. Oh, oh, you mean the text message? Google Hangouts came with the Google oh, Pixel, though. Oh, all right. Well, there so you, you go. get to keep that. Uh, nice. Oh, nice. The Google World. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. The Podbean app. It's, it's pretty decent. Podbean. <laughs> I, I haven't found a podcast app that I like more than Podbean, but I don't <laughs> like Podbean. I like yeah, it's, it's not it's not amazing. Like, I want to be able to, like, there's a lot of issues with, like, following things and sorting things. Like, I can't oh, yeah, sort my podcast. Why can't I sort my podcast? What do you want yeah. to sort them by? Like, name. Oh. Uh, Jeez, I, I, I guess I'm subscribed to, like, three podcasts, so it's <laughs> I mean, not can, an issue for yeah. me. <laughs> They all show up on the screen at the same time. <laughs> the podcast app that comes with the iPhone is like pretty solid. You can kind of decide how you want it uh-huh. organized, which is kind of cool. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> apparently that killed that conversation. <laughs> uh, speaking of killing conversations, I uh, suppose that brings us to season four, episode thirteen. Where Which, no one's is it 13? <laughs> yeah, I <get> job it. <laughs> fair. <laughs> yeah, it's 13 on Netflix, yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Job fair. Originally aired sometime in May, I'm guessing. I didn't look it up, but... But May sounds about right. Spring yeah. 20... That's spring... when job fairs normally are. Yeah, spring That's 2008. True. End of the <clears throat> high school semester, or quarter, <clears throat> however high schools <laughs> determine school years. Right. <laughs> Um, which begs the question, like, did anyone actually ever go to a job fair? No. <laughs> Can I have another Jamie? Just curious. Just a general question, if you will. I feel like our school had one at one point, I think but I, I definitely did not go to it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I remember, like, being there when it was being set up, but not actually attending the event. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I always, I always had this vague recollection of it being like a- advertised, and me thinking, "There's no way I'm going to that." <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's always for like local businesses and stuff, and it's right. Like, if that's not really your jam, then and I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do with life, so right. Well, maybe I would have known earlier on had I went to the job fair. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Who would have? Who knows what could have been. Uh, I'd still be living in western New York. <laughs> I mean, you're central New York. You're not too yeah. far. Yeah, no. I've moved away from the snow belt, though. <laughs> um, but yeah, so job fair. Not a lot of exciting things happening at the job fair, I have to say. But Michael, yeah. I think, is wearing his lucky jeans. Or is he just wearing oh, casual clothes? I can't tell. He wasn't his lucky jeans dry cleaned. Oh yeah. He wasn't dancing on a table or anything, so it's hard to tell, but <laughs> sitting on a table. I really That's love true. that when he walks out of his office and like the camera pans down to his shoes. <laughs> so like is Michael trying to impress high school or like like make high school students think that he's one of them by dressing Definitely, that yeah, way? Yeah. I think he wants so. to like yeah, relate to them. Which is kind of what, what Michael does. He relates to people. Does he, though? Somehow he tries. That's true. Yeah, I think he's trying to appeal to the younger market, but I don't know if that really works. Nothing Michael does ever really works. <laughs> no, that's true. If it just reeks of desperation. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much Michael's usual MO. Um, but it is kind of... Um, speaking of the job fair, it's frustrating that the only thing that they brought was a piece of paper. Oh my god. <laughs> and just one. Not even like any of those oh, like trifold yeah. cutouts or like any information about Dunder Mifflin. What's I can understand. Like Michael's always about like the poetic it's, it's, it's to focus on the people. The people are the company. Yeah, I guess. And he's like all, yeah, he's all about symbols, I feel. To yeah. the company. The sign um, behind them doesn't even say paper company on it. It just it says Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> Yeah, so no idea what they're actually doing. But. What pisses me off is when... God, oh man, I hate Pam in this episode. I hate her. What? First of all, I hate her when she she's just so self-centered. Of course she <laughs> would think that her art is still hanging on the wall after oh. about 55 years. 
Oh, oh not been I didn't... in school for Second a long all, time. It's been like 20 years. That I dumbass goes back to Dunder Mifflin and still gets one sheet of paper. <laughs> I feel like that... 20 miles round trip and just gets one but I feel, again. But I feel like that is... I did also question why she just grabbed one, but I feel like it ultimately is out of spite. Like, he only wants one piece of paper, so she's going to give it to him, and then it's well, going to cause another issue because... But it'll... She'll be the one using gas on her in her car again to go True. get another... Maybe she can... Herself. Maybe she can write it off as a business expense. Maybe. <laughs> I just feel like, to begin with, she should have hid more than one piece right. of paper from Michael because she well, should have known that was going to end badly. <laughs> and realistically, I feel like Pam would have done that. You right. Know? Yeah. She would have like argued with Michael after he sneezed in her tea, and then <laughs> he she would have like grabbed a stack of papers and like shoved them in. I think maybe sight. she was kind of hoping that. <clears throat> That it, that it would go poorly and that piece of paper would get ruined somehow and Michael would Just be out him. a piece of paper. I don't think she expected Michael to make her go back and get another one, though. Yeah. Like, she just wanted to him to not have the paper then because yeah. he was refusing to let her bring a second one. I just then he had to be an asshole. Yeah. But who keeps just cardstock in their copier? Cardstock. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Well, that's so okay. weird. You need to print on cardstock. But maybe like one trace for cardstock, one trace right. for regular. That's paper. that's how like my last like the office I worked in was like there was multiple trays and you could print to one with cardstock, but like the bigger ones just had regular paper in them. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I guess we just keep regular paper in ours because we make so many copies a day. I guess. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I have to. I would like to defend Pam though in looking for her art on the wall because. Uh. You never really know. Like in our high school, in the cafeteria, there's still art that I made that's sitting on the wall. So, Maybe well, you, you haven't been there in quite a few years. <laughs> the last time I was there, I was there. Pam but... does motel art. I mean, you are younger than Pam right now. Like, like How... in five years. I don't think go so. back to your. I, I high think school. I feel like Pam is only in her very early thirties, late twenties. Yeah. Least. Yeah. Do we even know? I don't know if it's specified. I, I feel like. There's no way she's under 30. No? I feel like they, they mentioned it at some point. Like, and I was surprised at how young she was. Yeah. Well, I feel like Jen... I would I would put I her at like 30. 31, 32, maybe. I wonder if we could search Pam's age in the office and find <laughs> out. Just someone surely has a birthday at some point. No? We know Meredith mentions the year though. Season four. <laughs> Oh, that's where I thought it. I thought it was during Michael Scott Paper Company, and she says when the kid goes in a car or drives the car, she's like, don't blame the kid, blame the 30-year-old who let her let him go in the front seat and say, go, kid, or something like that. That was ultimate, ultimate paraphrasing, but... <laughs> the 30-something-year-old, though, didn't she? I think she said 30-year-old. What episode was that? It was the Michael Scott Paper Company. Uh, which one was it? Dream Team, I think. Oh, but, like, what right. season was that in? I think five. Five, okay. Well, so then she, she could be 29 to 30 in this season. Hmm. So, Jamie, <laughs> your art might one. not be on the wall anymore. <laughs> it might not. But um, but anyway, I can understand her looking just to, out of curiosity's sake. Every time Jamie and I used to visit um, our high school when we were younger, we haven't been in a few years, no, he would always right. go into the art rooms to look for his art. And <laughs> oh. She gets weird about it. <laughs> So I feel personally attacked right now. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but like, do you realize how many kids go through? No, it's very true. <clears throat> well, she also gets like really weird about it when she finds that it's not there. She's not like, ah, oh, darn, it's not. She like gets like weird and quiet and runs out she of the room. She gets a little offended. She's very offended. I think she's not offended. I think she's embarrassed that she looked to begin with. Like, yeah. she should be. She's yeah, just, like, like, embarrassed that she's thinking about going into, like, anything artistic. She's still, like, right. super self-conscious about that, so. Yeah. She's not good, though, so she should. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You blame the 30-year-old woman who got in the passenger seat and said, drive, kid. Man, yeah. that's young. Yeah. I think she's, I think, I think she's paraphrasing her age. I think yeah, she's that could be true. She's saying the 30-year-old woman. Maybe, but she's still young 30s, if anything. Yeah. There's no way she's, like, pushing 40 or something. No, no, I don't think so. I mean, if I was referring to Subi, I would say, you know, the 30-something-year-old man. But she'd say 30. I would say the 40-something-year-old well, man. Oh, okay. 
know what? I, I'm mature, guys. I have life experience. Yeah, you're like a fine wine. You're like a finely aged cheese. <laughs> well, you're a th you're almost thirty, so that makes you fifty. <laughs> by our, by our, but, hey, society makes the standards. I don't make the standards. You're almost thirty-four, which makes you almost thirty-five, which makes you almost seventy. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> uh, round up, I guess. Oh, man. <laughs> Better to be over the hill than buried under it. I suppose. <laughs> oh man. But um, but yeah. So. Uh, <clears throat> And then, you know, Pam does do a good job. She's, like, trying to, like, bring Justin uh, Paul's neck in into the, to be yeah, the, that was to the intern. That my trivia question. <laughs> she wants him to be the intern, and then Michael just drops that real quick. Oh, and he's such an asshole. Oh, he's such a dick. Like, oh it's my just because he's not attractive. I hate him. I know. And like, why does Michael care if the guy is attractive? So oh, I mean, <laughs> let's be serious. Michael, it's, he likes an attractive man. That's true. <laughs> Michael goes into a high school and looks for only attractive people. He, he would. <laughs> he wants, he's trying to replace Ryan because yeah. Ryan's oh. at corporate. Oh. He needs That's a spry young, young man in his life again. <laughs> Yes. Oh, I just hate how cruel he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, poor poor Justin. Oh. <laughs> this thing where everybody feels bad for me more often. <laughs> <laughs> poor Justin. Yep. Oh man. Man, the side stories in this episode are suck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they really are. are suck. <laughs> are suck. The golf outing. They are suck. Yeah. God. I mean, like, the main story in this episode kind of sucks. So. Yeah. Terrible. There's nothing to even, like, gain from this golf story. Like, there's no... no it's not like... Uh, no, because it's like... Jim doesn't even manage to convince him out of his own merit to, like, switch companies. He, he just like, has harasses to, him. Right, it's harassment until he the guy's like, I need to leave. Agreed. He definitely just agreed to get him out of the way. And from what I've learned at Shark Tank, a handshake... Make does not make a contract. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That's true. I wonder if we does not a contract make. There, there we go. <laughs> I wonder if we hear later if uh, if the company ended up sticking with Dunder Mifflin or not. Maybe Jim stood in front of that guy's car long enough, like, for him to actually mm. sign a contract. With Jim, he had like the paperwork yeah, there and everything. It wouldn't surprise <laughs> me if he had. The whole time. I feel like that storyline's only put in there just to like let the viewer know that Jim's still mm. seriously thinking about like marrying Pam, like mm. that he wants his future secure. Yeah. But it was like they could have been done in a lot better of a way. Right. Well, and it seems weird that like this guy had no intention of changing like the idea of changing companies for his paper wasn't even like on the table, and yet yeah. three of the members of Dunder Mifflin were golfing with him. Right. Yeah. Like, what was the point of the golf And what's trip? Kevin doing there? Yeah, what is Kevin doing there? <laughs> He's not a salesman. Only to, only to bet, I guess. Um, to, to, you know, wager his, all of the, um, what is it called? Petty cash money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like Kevin would actually be good at golfing. <laughs> I don't think so. Just, like I, do we see I, him actually golfing? No, but he's... No. he's good at betting yeah so like he just he manipulated the bets maybe to... yeah but is kevin actually good at math because that would make him no you know, imply that he's gambling and pies yeah he's like a known like that's true that's gambling. true yeah i wish i knew any of the stuff that he said i know <laughs> i yeah. want to know what a bingo bango bongo is <laughs> <laughs> yeah as everyone just stares at him confusedly and wolf yeah i don't know it was like a very strange sort of thing. Oh my god! And Andy, Andy's a his hands, like oh, his oh hands are terrible. Oh my god! Like wanting to do, wanting to do a good job and just like practicing way too much. Uh -huh. Nobody expects oh. you to be good in the end. <laughs> yeah, that was insane. It was pretty. It's like insane. one of my favorite. Rec one of my favorite running jokes on the show, like Andy just getting hurt. <laughs> I like Andy, maybe because I'm watching the episode where he's manager right now, and like uh, I, really, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> he goes a little he off the better, end, but then, he, the then he gets like terrible. Like, yeah, never, and I feel like he never comes back from that. Yeah, after he falls like that boat trip weird. with his yeah. brother, it's like nah. <laughs> 
I am very impressed that you're watching the episodes without Michael, though. So. Because I watch them, Probably. yeah. I, I, I don't watch Goodbye, Michael. I've seen that episode once, and I will never watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> so I, skip past, I actually skip past, like, Michael's Last Dundies, Michael's Last Day, Goodbye, Michael, like, all those. Oh, but you miss, yeah. like, his proposal and all that. No, no, I, I watch the proposal. That's the last Oh, okay, one. okay. But I don't watch the last scene where he says he's leaving. So. <laughs> so then, like, and you don't never watch... Leave. <laughs> yeah, he's always you don't like, watch anything about him leaving, but then you just no. pick up after he's gone. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't want to see him leave. I don't. Aww. Aww. I can good tell you like what happened in the Goodbye Michael episode. I know they sing the Rent song, but that's yeah. like all I remember. I don't remember that episode either. Because you never oh. watch it, because I always skip past it. <laughs> well, when we get there for the podcast, you're both going to have to We're watch it. it. No, I will be skip. I will not be present. I think you have, you have to, have to be. Come on, yeah. I, I, I will not. I think that the entire... <laughs> I think we need important. to have a full panel for the yeah. Michael leaving. It's a very I important... I will be sick. Then we'll wait for you. I'm already feeling under <laughs> I'm already feeling under <laughs> <laughs> I was planning Years on going in home advance. today. <laughs> because my stomach hurts. <laughs> Oh man, um, but yeah, I mean, not much happens in golf other than that. And then in the office, we have everyone leave except for uh, except for Pumpkin and Dwight. Yeah. Yeah. Pumpkin's out. Pumpkin's out. <laughs> and like, I wanted something to then happen with them, even though like yeah. I knew it didn't. But like, I wanted it to anyway. So I don't really understand why they I, even. Yeah. I mean, they spoke. That. that might be the angle they were trying to play, like the. Um, because is she with Andy right now? I get confused with the timeline. I think she is still, yeah. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, she is. Um, like, I, I feel like that's what they're trying to play at, is, like, they would be doing something if she weren't with Andy right now. Uh, uh, and it was really awkward between them, too. Yeah. But because there's just no point to those scenes if that's no not point. what you're doing. Yeah. But then they at least, you know, talk to each other a little and say thank you or whatever. Yeah. There's interaction that's not, like, spite, really. Also, maybe something would have happened if um, uh, Dwight wasn't shut down by Michael. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so what else is that? I don't understand the mentality of, like, I'm not there, Jim's not there, why should they be there? Yeah, but, that's like, so weird. Jim is working, and so are you. Like, you guys are on the clock right now. I mean, you're just trying to get a, a yeah. client. I'm not too well, surprised by that, though. Like, it, no. I'm not surprised, <laughs> I just don't understand. Well, yeah. I don't think, I think one can't really strive to understand Michael's I think, decisions. I think it sort of also had to do with, um, Michael was like super bummed out at that point by the way yeah. the job fair was going. So he's like, what does it matter if anybody's <laughs> there? What does it matter if we're here, you know? <laughs> yeah. His own fault though. But... Well, yes. Yes. <laughs> Everything that goes wrong in Michael's life is his own fault. <laughs> he also did it, um, I think when... I think it might be when Joe is around or something. He says, like, all right, everybody go home. Like, something happens. And he's like, all right, and we get the rest of the day off. Um, I think that was Jan. No, it was, it was um, when they went to Chili's. He's like, everybody, yeah, go, feel free to go home early. And Jan's like, do you always send them home oh, early when yeah. you're not in the office? And he's like, no, they're actually more productive when I'm not here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man. That's about it, though. Like, him just striking out at the job fair and getting up on stage and, oh, like... God. Insulting everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Getting carted away. Trying to get Justin back. Yeah, I'm glad that Justin stood his ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much... Honestly, like, there's... The long I and short like of it. trying to look for anything else to talk about in this episode. Yeah. yeah. It is slim pickings. Slim pickings. Mm -hmm. Did anyone have uh, any quotes from the episode that they enjoyed? Yeah, I had... I would rather... Oh, man, I can't hear... Read my writing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would rather live homeless on a beach somewhere, off the money from a large inheritance, than have to work in any of these crap crap holes they just up. Because yeah. he like that's like the dream. Like yeah. that's what everybody would rather do. Uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. I want to euthanize this place. Yeah, that was a, a classic one. Classic. Classic. Kids are very leery of being lured these days. <laughs> and I liked when Creed said, I finished my work months ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Creed. I just love that he has to like call Angela and ask her if, if they're ditching the bitch. Are we ditching this bitch? <laughs> Pumpkin's out. 
Let's go. <laughs> is that a that's I, I feel like that's not so much an endearing term as like I forget what your name is. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. sure he has no idea. <laughs> yeah. Like when he introduced himself to who was it, Meredith? Or no, someone was it Meredith that walked away and he, or no, it was actually Angela, who he didn't know his, her name that one time, right? <laughs> when was I it? Forgot. It was I like remember saying who was I think um, it's he's talking to uh, Meredith. He's talking to Meredith, and Angela walks past, right? Yeah. Uh, Was that this episode? No, no, no. no. This was a long time ago. But he didn't know her name then either. He because he was like talking to Meredith as if she were a new employee, and he's like, "Oh, that's whatever his whatever name he used for Angela. You'll get used to her or something." (laughs) But anyway, so Pumpkin is probably yes, just because he doesn't know. (laughs) <laughs> her name but yeah cool uh, let's talk about trivia dundies hmm? oh really dundies before trivia oh we can do dundies it doesn't matter dundies have always been before trivia oh. <laughs> oh. let's not break the consistency <laughs> let's just be happy that I didn't jump straight to the end of Did the they? episode That's true. <laughs> I like I, I, we I didn't just finish the discussion and go right to <laughs> Shout outs. <laughs> uh, let's do Dundies then. Okay. Who has a Dundee to hand out? I'm going to hand out a Your Job Matters Dundee to the insulted refreshment girl. <laughs> <laughs> she deserves it. <laughs> she wasn't even a job booth. Like, it no, was. No. <laughs> <laughs> she looked really offended, though. And very confused. Most, mostly confused. Yeah. Side note, can you think of a food other than popcorn that occupies a larger volume but is, like, less dense? So, like, I want to eat as big of a volume as food as possible, so I need, like, a very low-density food. Cotton mm. candy. Um, oh, yeah. that's a good answer. That's true. Cotton candy. Mm. Although it's a lot higher in sugar than popcorn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I think it gets 100%. I feel like straight. I could eat more popcorn than cotton candy. <laughs> yeah. How about one of those, like, chocolate... <laughs> those chocolate balls? <laughs> like, like, you know, like, like you put the you put a ball... You put a cake inside a ball, and then you pour hot chocolate onto it, and it melts. Okay. Uh, that yeah, that chocolate ball so has... It's like a oh. howled chocolate... Yeah. A howled... Oh, a see. hollowed chocolate ball. A howled I'm guessing... Chocolate. That's what the episode you watched today. <laughs> that is always cool when they do that, though. <laughs> but I think every time they're always like, oh, I hope it melts. I hope it melts. And you're like, it well, maybe you make it correctly. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you so mean? You know, living my life. But uh, <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't think of anything besides cotton candy that would. No, that's mm. a good one. Yeah. I guess it's got to be popcorn. Yeah. Other Dundies? Uh, I'm giving the fast worker Dundee to Creed for finishing his work months ago. <laughs> nice. He deserves it. I'll, I'll give a Dundee to uh, to teenage Pam for uh, Pam MSing to get out of gym. <laughs> oh, and I was going to ask a question about that. Like, So people like pretend to be on their period to get out of gym, but do people actually like... Yeah, say that PMS is PMS the reason? Yeah, right. I, I wasn't convinced that any, but any girl ever said she had PMS to get out of jail. Right. Like, you definitely mm. just said you were on your period. Mm. But maybe like, they didn't want to say weird. that on the show. I don't uh, know. <laughs> but I was like, wait, that's weird. To me, PMS just that means that I'm grouchy. <laughs> right. Saying that to my gym teacher is much worse than playing dodgeball. So I'm just going to play dodgeball. Dodgeball <laughs> <laughs> is awesome. Or basketball, or whatever. Yeah. Um, it is a millennial episode, so I'm gonna give the participation trophy Dundee to uh, to Andy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Andy. Um, I'm gonna give Andy a Dundee too. I'm gonna give him the uh, best driver Dundee. <laughs> for crashing into oh, yeah. the sandpit. Yep. That was such a weird scene. Yeah. Why did that? So stupid. I don't know. I and like, really I'm starting to hate like slapstick comedy like that. I hate when people fall and like get hit with things. It's not funny. 
It's not funny. Maybe it's in just, the 1920s. Yeah, tell that to Wipeout, Bethany. <laughs> the funniest <laughs> show on television. Uh, <laughs> it just seemed really out of place for like the like how this scene had been going, I guess. Although Andy, I guess, did like hurt his hands and he was just generally bitching, but and America's Maybe he funniest did that videos. Because he couldn't steer the wheel because of his blisters. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Any other dungeons? No, I think that was it. Okay. Then let's talk about trivia. Um, what was Pam's school mascot? The Cougars. The Cougars. The Cougars. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, what are Justin's possible career paths? Oh my gosh, uh, a classy janitor. Uh-huh. A, cashier a cashier with dignity, uh-huh. <laughs> and a migraine worker. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh man! Uh... I wonder what Michael thinks that means. <laughs> like what? Somebody think... who just assists people with their migraines. <laughs> Maybe. I think he he thinks of like it's grain, like like they're grain farmers. Uh... <laughs> Maybe. Oh Mike. Um, and what was Jim's golf score? It was one or two, yeah. Isn't that, like, bad? Like, don't you want to have a low score in golf? Oh, yeah, that's so. true. I don't know, because, like, I don't know. That's how it's 18 holes. So, I mean, if they sh- did all the holes, it would be 18. And so it's, like... Right. That's over five per hole, right. which sound- is awful. Which is better than yeah. McGuire did, but... But like maybe maybe that's just like amateur golf status. That's like what you're like. That's normal. Oh, maybe. let's see. According to the National Golf Golf Wow Golf, golf. Foundation <laughs> data, forty five percent of all golfers average more than one hundred strokes. Uh, it is believed that one hundred eight is considered to be a good score for a beginner golfer. Wow. <clears throat> all right, then never mind. There we go. All right, any other trivia? Um, I've got three. Okay. About how many times, um, or how many balls does Andy say he hit to practice? 1,200. Yes. <laughs> um, what type of cardstock does Michael want Pam to get from the office? Ultra white. Ultra white. <laughs> oh, nice. And which school period starts after the job fair ends? Eighth? Eighth, yep. <laughs> nice. I have two trivias. Um, this one's kind of... Which uh, office cast member uh, actually went to Dartmouth? Which is where uh, Phil went to. Um, I want to say, is it is it Mindy Kaling? Uh, yes, yes, it is. Oh, nice. <clears throat> yeah. Like, I think... I think in the Mindy project, she goes to Dartmouth, like her character goes to Dartmouth at one point for some reason. Hmm. And um, oh, what is the... that? Because like, why would anyone ever go to Dartmouth? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can get course credit for a binge drinking there. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, what is the graphic designer's name? Oh. His real name? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, real name? Uh, yeah, his name. Yeah, right, his real. Oh, no, oh, no or like the like characters. The characters right. Oh, Nick. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Nice. He ends up being their IT guy later in the later episode. Ex- right. Okay, I thought he looked familiar. Yeah. I'm like, this can't be the only time we've well, seen him. With him. He makes my favorite York, joke right? of like the yeah. old. That's like my favorite scene in the office where he's like about, makes that joke about Pam's baby listening to rock music. Uh huh. It's so funny. Like, come out Listen. listening to rock music or like with piercings and stuff <laughs> he also acts on some other show that i watched a lot of and i'm trying to remember yeah, yeah he's, he's kind of just like a character actor like a supporting actor type yeah but like what am i thinking of him from that doesn't matter i'm probably not gonna remember it yeah um let's see is that all your questions yep cool um what is the name of the high school that they are at Pioneer High School. <laughs> <laughs> no, props for remembering. I remember those. <laughs> classes. Classes High School. That's kind of what it's turning into. 
I like that we all looked like expressly for cougars, but then didn't. Yeah. <laughs> for the name. It's Valley View High School. Oh. Why and, do they say that? Yeah, they don't. It's just written on one of the signs. Mm. And what were the three variants of Justin that Michael used? Just in case, just in time. Ooh. Yeah. This Justin. Yep, this, this Justin. Justin. <laughs> How much does uh, Phil McGuire owe Kevin? 230. Yeah, and how much does Jim owe him? 120. Yeah. 30. 120. 120. 120, 30. 120, 30. <laughs> uh, I think that's all of my uh, all my trivia. Oh, what does the white piece of paper represent for Michael? Uh, blank canvas on which to put your dreams, which brings us to <laughs> ratings. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I hated this episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's and your so I am giving it a one blank canvas on which to put your dreams nice. out of five. <laughs> yeah. One blisty out of five. One what? Blisty. Blisty. <laughs> um... <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give it a slightly better rating, just because I'll give it a 1.5 sand trap <laughs> crashes out of five. <laughs> yeah, I didn't love this episode either. I, I think I'm like the most generous um, grader or rater, <laughs> but yeah, even I have to give this episode like a one out of five uh, cashiers with dignity. Wow. <laughs> oh. Um. Man, I wrote down two out of five. Yeah. But as we talked about it, like, I started liking it less and less. So I think I'm going to knock it down to a 1.5 out of five blisters. (laughs) That's kind of what this episode was. A blister. A blister. (laughs) (laughs) What does that give us? A blister on the hand of season four. Oh, yeah, it did seem kind of just like a random, like, oh, we have all these leftover ideas. We better get them in before season four is over. Right. <laughs> uh, so that brings our final threat level podcast score to, uh, this might be the new lowest, 1.2. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> blank cashiers with dignity, blank cashiers with blisties. I Blisteries. Blisteries. <laughs> Mine was blisty. One out of With five. Blisteries. Crashing into sand pits. Out of five. Out of five. Okay. Eight. That seems appropriate. It seems a little high for this episode. It does. Yeah. Almost. Um, cool. So that then brings us to the end of this episode discussion. The next episode, I think, is the season finale, which Ooh. is called. Uh, goodbye, Mike. <laughs> We're jumping uh, all right. No, Not instead it's goodbye Toby. Goodbye, Toby. <laughs> oh yeah. So we'll be saying goodbye to Toby forever. <clears throat> in no the next one will episode. be sad about that. Uh, there'll be a there'll be a curious downtick in stranglings happening in Scrambling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but if you've made it this far, thanks for listening and uh we will now slip into our next segment. Threat level podcast after dark. <laughs> this is the part of the podcast where we talk about things that we've been watching, reading, contemplating, seeing, I don't know, etc. Contemplating seeing. Contemplating seeing as well. Um, does anyone have any shout outs that they would like to share with the partay? Now that is the question. Does anybody have any shout-outs? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll do one. Uh, it's kind of a sad one oh. because it's like a memorial shout-out. Uh, oh. Not for a person. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so Prima Games shut down, uh, oh, which what? is the company that used to make basically all the strategy guides for <gasps> all the games. No. Uh, so like the strategy guides that had like the red band at the top and it was like oh, pretty yeah. much the strategy guide. Oh uh, no, that's so sad. Yeah, we're in a different era. We're truly in a different era now. Yeah. 
I kind of remember back in the day that, like, even in my earliest experience with the internet, I remember going to those web pages that were basically the strategy guides, but like in typewriter font, but yes, oh, yeah. super Game long. Game FAQs, yeah. 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 But, um, uh, but there was something exciting about having a strategy guide because it always had like fun pictures and the maps and stuff. Yeah, when I was a kid, I used to read strategy guides like like books. Like, mm-hmm. like I read a lot, like I read a lot of books, but I also read like the strategy guide for Final Fantasy Anthology like 20 times. <laughs> uh, and like there, there were... I don't know. They were just, they were really interesting reading materials to me. Yeah. Well, they often had like backstory and like lore and stuff huh. as well. It's cool. Not the Final Fantasy IX one, which I don't oh. remember if it was Prima. I think it might have actually been Brady Games, but whoever wrote that one, like the entire guide was like, go to playonline.com to find out more, oh, to find no. out this information. It's like, I'm here. That's why I bought the book. Yeah, I just spent 30 bucks on the strategy guide. That's fine. And Play Online doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> so now you're just at a loss. Uh-huh. Good luck finding information on Final Fantasy IX now. <laughs> <laughs> there is something that's almost frustrating about the accessibility of all of the information about games yes. now. Yes. And it's kind They're of like... Ugh, it's just I, I feel the same way about like Final Fantasy fourteen too, where... Like, you can't go, if you're not, if you don't attack a new dungeon or a new uh, trial in the first week, everyone's always like, have you seen a video? And it's like, I I can't even, you can't even, it's frowned upon to experience a game now. You can't go in blind because people will disband their party and be really pissed. Yeah, and like, it's, it's not even, like, it's it's just changing the way that you can even make games, like, because... You can't like hide things in games anymore because the information is so readily accessible. Right. Like mm-hmm. even even like data mining. So this like the game isn't even out yet and yet we know half of the secrets already because somebody yeah. went into the code and like found the stuff in it. Yeah. It's frustrating. <laughs> That's sad though that it's going out. But I mean it makes sense since there's yeah. no real use for them anymore, but yeah, all the other print media is gone anyway. Yeah. Hmm. So, in memoriam of that, any uh, any other shout-outs anyone has? <laughs> then there was silence. <laughs> I can <laughs> I can shout out something, I guess. Um, it's not. I'm not. Uh, I've well, I've spent the last my my free time this last week also listening to Critical Role because, as I said, the episodes are like four and a half fucking hours long, so <laughs> it takes a long time to get through them. Um, I guess like one podcast that I've sort of been listening to and I find it kind of interesting is a podcast called. It's a French podcast called Les Cuisses sur la Table, which event which translates to like balls on the table, like uh. as in testicles. Um, <laughs> But it's all—it's a podcast in French about masculinity and about trying to sort of introduce the different ideas of masculinity and talk about, you know, issues with what we would call like toxic masculinity and stuff like that. So it's kind of an interesting perspective and they have uh, different people on the show. Like they talked to, there were a couple episodes about, um, it's a French podcast based in France. So like black men in France and they're sort of like, I like, expectations of masculinity and how like troubling that can be uh but yeah so i mean it's an interesting listen if you can understand french if you can't then it's pointless to everyone um (laughs) so sarah k if you're listening (laughs) if you can listen yeah um i guess like the only other thing that i've been what did i do i guess i saw um i saw the crimes of grindelwald the new Fantastic Beasts that? movie. Uh, <laughs> I think it was okay. It's That's just, how I felt about the first one, too, yeah. which is why I wasn't chomping at the bit to see the right. second one. It's an interesting thing. I like that we're getting an introduction to like another part of the Wizarding World, and I like that it takes place in the 20s because I just like the 20s. Um, but it's kind of like there's not much... There's not a lot of story, like character development, and the story goes very quickly and leaves you 
with a lot of questions like why did this happen so suddenly and so go ahead and I was gonna say, I think that's because she didn't write the story, you know, I like think with she Harry Potter, it. she, well, I mean, she didn't write everything that's happening in these movies. Yeah, I think the you script know, was like, written by her, though. Oh, was it really? I think so, because it said oh. written by JK, but... Oh, see, I thought it was just based on that, like, super short story. Oh, no, it's just, she uh, wrote. no, it's, um, uh, so, like, yeah, it's... Newt Scamander is the guy who wrote, like, one of the textbooks that they released a long time ago which were fun, but it was about, like, fantastic, all the different beasts. Right. But um, there was no story. So now it's kind of, like, elaborating the story. But I heard that there's meant to be, like, five films or something. So it's I'm kind of like, why can't we elaborate a little more or do a little more character development? But I don't right. know. For what it's worth, like, it's kind of okay. But It's just, it, like, a money-making thing. For yeah. Um, and it... If it if it was her writing, I mean, like writing a movie is a lot different than writing right. a book. So like maybe she's just not a great screenwriter. Could um, be. I mean, like if I were to list my favorite parts of Harry Potter, it'd be the world and not like the dialogue. True. So like the right. Uh, not that there's anything like wrong with the dialogue, but no, it but... jump out at me as like that's really good dialogue. Yeah, uh, Dumbledore's got some good quotes. <laughs> he does. Yeah. Dumbledore. Dumbledore is fantastic. Uh, and Dumbledore was fantastic in this film too, I should say, but. Still. Is he like a young Dumbledore or is he the same age? I mean young in quotes. It's Jude okay. Law playing him. <laughs> Younger. So. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how old Dumbledore is meant to be, but I was talking to Bethany about this I think yesterday, because we saw that Fantastic Beasts was in was at the theater. Mm-hmm. And uh like I feel like JK Rowling can't do anything like in, in a please anyone like if she no. does something about harry potter it's like milking the cash cow if she does something else it's like you're the harry potter author right uh yeah and so fair. like i don't really know where she fits at this point mm-hmm. well i, I think, think it's yeah i think it's tough it's got to be a, like a tough position but she did write another book called the cuckoo's calling was that it was good, good. and a casual <laughs> well. vacancy it was oh, yeah yeah um I think that it, I think because she wrote those books, that's mm-hmm. why I. Well, that's part of the reason why I have a distaste for her because, like, I don't. If you if you do something that like completely changes the world, and then you like try to get people to see you as something else, it's like, well, was that not good enough for you? Like, I don't. Was that? I don't like, think that it, it's that. It's just like she also had other ideas for stories, hmm. and you right. know, she just likes writing. So right. You and write your other stories then, yeah, too. Yeah. I mean, the hope is that, yeah, she was just generally had, like, other stories that she wanted to publish, and she wasn't just like, I'm JK, I know people will buy this, and they'll, you know, give get into another series that I'm writing or something well, like that. Well, and she actually but... tried to publish at least The Cuckoo's Calling yeah. under a pen name because she didn't want it to be, like, associated right. with JK Rowling, but then some, you know, buddy found out about it, and I think her publisher actually went behind her back and released that it was from, actually, by JK Rowling just to increase the sales of it, mm. but, like, that wasn't you... what she wanted. I don't think but you could hide it in 2014. If I remember correctly, I think what what led to her being uh, outed as the author was that someone like analy- like compared, used like a computer program comparing the prose in Harry Potter to that new book, and wow. they figured out that it was the same person. I don't really? know if that's true, oh, but... Wow. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was actually her publisher oh, that okay. outed her. Maybe somebody did that afterwards, just to show that they were similar, but mm, like, I'm yeah, pretty that, sure it was her publisher. Well, she also, she, she made a big deal, like, while she was writing Harry Potter, she was like, this will be seven years long, and then I'm done. And it's yeah. like, you, okay, then do you Harry not want to write Harry Potter? Like, you're like five years into it, and you're going to write two more books and you're like, all I have to do is get in seven years and then I'm out. And it makes me think that, like, you don't want to be doing this in the first place. Yeah. And anytime somebody that, like, somebody takes what the, what we're enjoying from them and kind of makes it seem like they don't want any part of it, it makes me feel guilty for enjoying that thing. Mm. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I'm still, I mean, I'll still see all the Fantastic Beast films as they come out and... I still want to, would like to see the um, the uh, Harry Potter shows on Broadway, but I don't know. Because I didn't mind the uh, the Chris Child screenplay. It read like a screenplay, but it was one. So 
would right. expect. And it seems like it, I think it would be interesting to see how it's portrayed on the stage, just because it had some pretty like fantastical elements and stuff. So, see, I can't ever picture reading the, the Cursed Child screenplay, but if I had the opportunity to see it acted out, I might yeah. do that. That's fair. Just because I like going to plays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, any other shout-outs? No. No. <laughs> Y'all done Not this so? week. Sorry. Just more British baking show? That's literally huh. all. I'm I'm rewatching the first seasons that were put on Netflix now. <laughs> nice. We started, uh, we started making it. Um, oh. Oh, yeah. And, like, I kind of hate it. I mean, really? like, I love the show. I love the show. I love I Nick would... Offerman. I love Amy Poehler. It's such a jolly vibe. Like, it's a lot yeah. like the Great British Baby. Yeah, that's what I said. Like, it's exactly like it. But those judges are insufferable. I, like, <laughs> yeah. they they alone make me That's it. That's hate the, the only show. complaint I have, and it's such a big one because they're always there. Like, we get it. You work for Etsy. We get it that you know that you know how to Google and see what a trend is. Right. Get out of New York City for like a second because you just <laughs> your vibe doesn't fit with this show. Right. Like this is a really down to earth like we're literally working with your hands show yeah. and like you guys come in and act like these like big city people like these big like legendary people Which they, the guy that works oh, the guy that works at barney's oh my god like what what would make them think that these are good people to judge these yeah artists? like i don't love the judges that is mm. true but they're like i guess i don't really care what they have to say <laughs> i just like everything else about it you know <laughs> and like the guy from barney's has such a hard time not being mean like all That's of his really jokes mean. are mean jokes yeah uh. And just like I don't know, I think I don't like her more than I, I can stand him, but I I do not like her. I, yeah. If I have I to hear her say like this is so hot right now, this is trending right now. Like, nobody, <laughs> and like what does that nobody mean? Nobody cares that tassels are trending right now. <laughs> like, do you want us to be original or do you want us to do what is like popular right now? Like, yeah. I don't even know. The judging doesn't make no, any sense. No, because that's the thing. Like, she went to that. She went to the girl who did the unicorn um, head or whatever, and was like. Yeah, I see this on Etsy all the time. It's not really original. But then she's like, oh, this is super hot right now. It's trending everywhere. I love it. So, like, do you want them to trend or do you not want right. them to trend? Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> well, like, the whole judging aspect is odd to begin with because everything they're making is so different from each other. So, uh, it's like, yeah. how do you really compare, you know, this project to that project because they're nothing alike? Um, exactly. It's not like they were all told to bake a you know, ciabatta bread or something and put in their own flavorings. <laughs> right. Well, I would be I would be fine with it if I could make some sense of the judging. If they could yeah. be like, we really want to see colors and like, I want to enjoy your like color Like the Great British Baking something. Show, like you're allowed yeah. to express yourself, but it's right. like- Don't make they, a soggy bottom. But don't make a soggy <laughs> Right. Cook your dough. Like, like let's, I don't want to see the glue spilling out from around your stuff. I don't, yeah. I want yeah. to make, I want it to look neat. Or yeah. like, I, I want never, you to have a creative idea. I never get the winners. I'm always like, wait, what? What? No. <laughs> yeah. Except the last episode that we watched, like he deserved to win for sure. Um, <laughs> the guy who was... did the movie theater. I wouldn't, I don't think I would have given it to the movie theater. Oh my gosh, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess when I'm watching it, I just don't pay any attention to what the judges are saying. That shows like, me. I don't really care about their comments. I just like watching Nick Offerman and Amy Poehler, and I like watching the way they create all of their crafts. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. fun to watch. Though. Yeah, I kind of, sometimes I, I kind of wish that they would, like, I like that the show, I really like the idea of framing the show more around the people than the crafts, because, yeah. like, that's, that is very different from The Great Bit of Baking Show, but, um... I, so there are some times where I'm like, I want to see you make that. Like, show me what your hands are doing right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, huh. Yeah, but I, I, love, but I love Nick Offerman and Amy Poehler. I do. I, I would like to see the show, like, be more successful, and I would like to see more of it, and I really enjoy the idea behind it and Nick and Amy. But... Fine. Maybe they'll get a lot of negative feedback about the judges after the first season. I hope that maybe somebody else. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I, I, I think that Nick Offerman and Amy Poehler should judge it. I think 
Nick Offerman is definitely qualified yeah, to judge. Yeah, I was surprised, Wes. I thought that they were the judges <laughs> during the first episode until they actually brought out the real judges. Um, <laughs> and so, like, Nick Offerman's definitely qualified to be a judge. Um, yeah. And I feel like Amy could as well. She's goofy. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, she could, you know, maybe be qualified. And, like, <laughs> if they were the judges, they would come at it from, like, you More know, like, this is amazing. Than, like, somebody who tracks trends. Like, she doesn't make anything. She tracks trends. Right. right. Like Nick Offerman actually uses his hand. I like I like the episode where they did the woodwork. The guy did the woodwork, the wood tree, and they're like, "Oh, this is just not enough yeah. color for me. This is not enough color for me." And Nick Offerman spoke up and was like, "But I like how you use the different types of wood to actually paint the scene." Yeah. It was right. actually really sophisticated right. work. Right. But they just didn't see that because they yeah. didn't see color. Oh, and right. I can't stand the way that they talk to Kiem, who's uh, like he's like. He's he he he's not a goth like no, he's, he's not, not a dark, dark but like they constantly are like oh you're so dark and gloomy and huh. it's like he took his fiance to these abandoned highways to watch the sunrise like that's not depressing right. like no. that's a right. romantic and Amy thing. Amy sees that. Amy's always like you are so romantic. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. They should be the judge. I want they them should. to be the judges. I, yeah, that would. Maybe they didn't want to be the bad guys to have to like eliminate yeah. somebody, you know. Yeah. But they could do it. With, I'd rather yeah. be eliminated by them. Yeah, like yeah. even <laughs> Sue and Mel don't want to eliminate anyone either, and they say like they're this sad and they cry and it's great and like you can do that. That show needs a Noel and a and a Sue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I still think that Noel should be Noel and Sue should be the the judges. <laughs> Who's Sue? All three of them. No and Sue. Noel was and the, Sue un- and the old judge with the black hair. Uh, oh. Yeah. I didn't like her. Yeah. Oh, I, I love like the other her. one. She was Mel? so obnoxious and annoying. I like Mel. I like Mel. Mhm. Yeah. <laughs> Mel whispers too much, and I don't like hearing her mouth. So that's why. <laughs> Maybe that's why Madison likes it. Maybe that's why Madison likes it. I like her to whisper. Oh. I like her to whisper. <laughs> Preferably with noodles of noodles in her mouth. Ew. <laughs> Just slurping. I don't think I'd want her to whisper while eating. Yep. <laughs> then you would just be spitting noodles everywhere. I think oodles of noodles should be said more often. The oodles of noodles. I like that phrase. Oh my. Does anybody else have anything? I guess we didn't really shout anything out. I guess well, that's kind of a I guess out. we'll shout out making it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> worth, it's worth watching, I, I feel. If you yeah, like the great... watch it. You'll like making it. Yeah. Yes. If anything, watch it so they get another season and we get a chance to get rid of these judges. Yes. There you go. Together <laughs> with all of our viewership, we can right, like, yeah, influence right, like, the... Strongly worded comments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you're anything like me, you can just pretend that it's Leslie Nope and Ron Swanson huh. as the judges because Which they, they are very similar to their characters. Sometimes I forget Nick Offerman's name. I know, I call Ron if I had. Cool. Well, on that note, we will say farewell. Uh, next time we'll be back with Goodbye Toby, the season finale of season four. And yeah, so thanks for listening and catch you on the flippity flop. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Oodles of noodles.